work, marriage, whatever. Having the difficult conversations. What are they? Why are they so difficult? Why do we tiptoe around them? And how do we grow through that? Like, cause mm-hmm. again, that's what we're talking about this season. So, um, before we get started, let me just quickly digress <laughs> and address a small possibly faint beeping that you might hear (laughs) through the duration of this episode we do apologize (laughs) for our smoke detector battery that needs to be changed (laughs) as we record here in our basement that's on me i waited to the last minute so random see there it is so random and we apologize anyway just wanted to put that out there real life it is it is so let's go ahead and get into this difficult conversations what are they like when you think about that? What is what constitutes a difficult conversation to you? For me, a difficult conversation from my perspective is a conversation that is going to potentially hurt somebody's feelings or make someone feel bad or uh, create some negative something because I'm bringing it up. I agree with that. Those are sometimes the difficult conversations. Someone that you care about their feelings, you know. I feel like not even. See, I don't know. Like, because some of the difficult conversations that I'm thinking about, it's not always that I care necessarily about their feelings as much as it is that um, you might have some level of, like, you could do something to me. Like, something, if I say this, something could change for, mm. you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not always necessarily that personal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so having kind of tried to define what we mean by that, do you feel like for you, those types of conversations are difficult or do you feel like, um, I feel like I have an answer for you um, and I have a different answer for me, but I'd be interested to know what you think. Like, do you feel like you struggle with sharing information or giving information when it's any of those things that we just said when it falls in any of those categories uh i wouldn't use the word struggle (laughs) i would use the word um it gives me pause and it doesn't come as naturally and it's not as easy but it's not always difficult in those circumstances like sometimes it's difficult but other times it's just like oh man it's what we got to do and then we go do what we got to do kind of a thing you know what i mean I, I guess what, so. does that match what you thought I was going to no, say? No, I feel like it's never difficult for you because I feel like you don't care about <laughs> people and their feelings. That's terrible. It I is, do care about people do. and their feelings. You care about people, but it just, just doesn't show. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, you know, I to me, it seems like you're just very, you know, task oriented. This is what we need to do. And all that other stuff is irrelevant. Whereas for someone like me, um, I will probably struggle and sometimes not have the conversation because of all the ways that we described why they're difficult. It's too much. And I'll just count the cost and be like, that's too expensive over there. I don't feel like, it. No. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think it's what you said about, I'll just 
not have the conversation because it's too difficult. I think that's one of the things, like for me, in not in anywhere anywhere outside of our relationship that doesn't apply, but that does apply inside of our relationship. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes I look at you and I'm like, man, that's too much. I ain't going through all that. Um, I'm not going to say it right. I'm not going to communicate what I'm thinking well. And it's going to be taken wrong, maybe misconstrued. I'll say it wrong. So it's taken how I said it. Um, and it takes me a while to figure out how to attack a, a problem mm-hmm. or a, a challenge. You know, you know it's got to be a problem, but attack a problem. So it's like, mm, that's going to be a difficult conversation to have, not just because of uh, how you may respond and how you may feel, but I'm not real good at even communicating what the issue is well Mm -hmm. at this stage in the game you know i do at my job so this is this could be uh before at the barber college this could be at the uh the fire department it's always it always finds itself i always find myself in the same type of situation where a difficult difficult conversation has to be had but the person that i have to talk to is like a known short fuse individual Mm -hmm. and it's like oh man Mm -hmm. i gotta go have this conversation um and but i'm cool with this short fused individual you know i have a decent relationship and we have conversations on the regular but this one is i have to i have to correct or redirect Mm -hmm. um someone who is who has a short fuse who Mm -hmm. probably won't receive it well yeah and so um in approaching that one of the things that i do is i try to be direct but i also try to make sure that i explain my intention yeah in the thing like now this isn't to come down on you kind of a thing mm-hmm. but but i gotta say it so then we have the conversation but it's always the lead up like shh, there's a there's a, a conversation that i feel like i have to have with myself like this is what you have to do uh put your feelings aside because there's a tendency for me when someone comes at me aggressive to respond aggressively. Yeah. Um, But that doesn't help. Yeah. And, but it's hard to turn that off because it's so natural to, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to give back what you've been given. Yeah. Um, So one of the things that I feel like I, I learned through that is just that to kind of remove, you can feel the feeling, but you have to respond appropriately. Yeah. I feel like I'm still learning that often. You know, yeah, I feel like one of the things that I've I've learned and I don't know if I should say still learning because I feel like I've learned it. But now I'm learning like a variation of what I'm getting ready to say. But so how I said before, like, I don't want to do that. So I'm just not. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of what I was doing. And what I found is harboring causes some other things. it to go bad when you do finally have the conversation. Yeah. So um and then you're boiling up and the person has no idea but you've been having a conversation in your mind for forever and when you bring it to them they're like, "Whoa." So I did a lot of that <clears throat> after I, you know, decided to finally start having conversations, which wasn't good. And so now I feel like as a result from as a result of, I should say, learning, okay, that doesn't work because you're going to explode. All right, you just have to have it. Um, I feel like there's a lot of 
because I do care so much about people's feelings, there's just, there's a lot of patience that I feel like you have to have to have the conversation because you understand what it is going into it, Mm -hmm. but you have to be prepared for the fact that you, if the outcome is, you know, you want resolve or understanding, you've had time with these feelings. They mm-hmm. haven't. Yeah. So you have to be prepared if you're going to open this and you want resolve or you want understanding or you want a solution, whatever the case, patience is going to be required because they're not meeting you where you're at. You've That's been good. there. That's good. You definitely have um, to think of it that way. That's good. And then that always takes me back to, so this is back to what I said. I feel like I'm now still learning a variation. It makes me want to go back to the original place that I was. Like, see, I don't want to do this. I'm too old for this. I I just would rather not even say nothing. Because, you know, the patient sometimes is an issue. It sounds like a a short-term fix that doesn't really, that creates a longer-term problem. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to do it right now. And that, and it'll be cool right now because I can stuff you can, it. Yeah, you know what I mean. But later on down the road, it's still there. Yeah, stuffing is never a good option. Yeah, yeah. But I think tough conversations are something that all of us are going to run run into, um, and we're going to all approach it from different angles because mm-hmm. we bring different stuff to the table. Uh, but for me, what I feel like I'm learning, just like you know, you're learning to. Um, give patience to the other person because they haven't been sitting with those feelings. I'm also learning to, like I said earlier, not not uh, respond in kind to those who, you know, it's it's kind of a two sides of the same coin. One yeah. side is patience, the other side is self control. Yeah. And sometimes you're me not dealing with it is masked with. Self-control, like I'm just going to control myself and, mm-hmm. and not have this conversation because eh, it may not go well, you know. Yeah. But then sometimes that that pause or that delay is something that's necessary because you know good and well the other person isn't in a space to to have the conversation. So there's 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 wisdom there, too, I think, yeah. in waiting to have conversations and timing is important as well. Right. I agree. So on the flip side, we're all people growing in the process and everybody's got a thing um, in approaching someone else to have a difficult conversation. um, Do you think that for you or I, there are things that you know, you're aware of in yourself that if someone approaches me with this, you know, conversation, it's probably going to be a difficult one. I feel like absolutely. And I feel like it's person specific. Yeah. People are person specific based on, you know, the dynamic of your relationship, Mm -hmm. baggage in the relationship, whatever. Right. And I think that's probably the case for most people. I would agree. I would agree. So using that perspective, because I think you're right. Everybody has a thing that's more sensitive or a subject that's more sensitive than, than another. Using that perspective to kind of guide you through those rough conversations mm-hmm. and when you're on the receiving end of a rough conversation understanding that the person that's bringing you that subject mm-hmm. is dealing with the same thing that you're dealing with when you have to go have a rough conversation yeah. you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, just looking taking an introspective look to say how would i want to be to dealt be with treated. Yeah. yeah 
when I'm having a rough conversation. And it really takes, um, just like it takes patience on one end, yeah. it takes patience on the flip side. Yeah. And I think that's, we say it all the time. I think that's just, again, it takes an awareness um, that you understand yourself. You have to be mindful that you understand what makes you tick. You don't understand all the ins and outs of other people, but you need to be aware that there are ins and outs of other people that make them tick too. like take those things and take the awareness of the fact that that's there into consideration, whether you know them or not, it it just helps. But I feel like in general, we we just kind of react sometimes without taking that beat to be like, okay, no, I don't know everything that's going on. It might not have meant, you know. And that I think is is key because I think for the most optimal situation, both people are thinking like that. Yeah. But nine times out of ten, yeah, both people ain't thinking like that. Right. You know what right. I mean? Ain't nobody thinking like that. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say nobody because I think some people like walk into it with the best of intentions, you know. Yeah. And it just I think, like you said, you have to be aware that I've I've been processing this and I'm preparing for this conversation. Yeah. So. Uh, you almost have to be prepared to be the quote unquote bigger person in the conversation. Like I'm going to take some lumps and be okay with that. Or, you know, in the optimal situation, if I'm, if someone's bringing a difficult conversation to me, um, whether they're bringing it the right way or the wrong way, I also like, if I'm going to be the bigger person, I have to be the person that's like, Hey, I'm ready for this. I'm ready. I'm about to do. And it's okay. And I'm, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to respond in this difficult situation in a way that I would want somebody to respond to me, but be prepared that that's probably not going to happen. And if you're thinking that way, you probably are going to be the only one thinking that way and be okay with that. You know what I mean? And and have the patience to process through with somebody that, that ain't ready. Right. So what happens then when they're not ready, how do you preserve relationships, whether they're, you know, professional relationships that you need to preserve just because you work together, whether they're actual friendships, you know, in marriage relationships, because mm-hmm. like we just said, like, so how do you, when you know that sometimes you're going to walk away and know this didn't go right? Yeah. Yeah. So what, you know. So my, my personal opinion yeah, is that um, uh, points of contention don't have to be relationship enders. Yeah, I agree. Like points of contention are indicators of growth. Yeah, I, I you know was what I mean. To say opportunities so for growth. It's almost like with with the kids. Like you make them mad, they'll be back. Yeah, and then they see later, like oh he he or she, they were just trying to help. Yeah, know? and so it takes it takes it's almost a risk benefit analysis mm-hmm. kind of a thing right. like right and and that's where you get into the feelings of i don't feel like doing this because mm-hmm. you know it's gonna be some friction yeah but and um, you know that you're possibly gonna leave and it's not the way you know that right. you would change yeah yeah but that is that is the sometimes the decision you just got to make like, yeah and and hope that the person on the other end or if you are on the receiving end hope that you you walk away from it, think about it, and be like, you know what? Right. I see why that went down like that. Right. And I get it. I ain't mad. I was mad then. Right, right. right. But I ain't mad because I see why they were doing that. And and what'll probably happen is they'll find themselves mm-hmm. in the same situation 
reversed. Yeah. And be like, man, yep. I see exactly why this went the way it went. That wasn't right. Let me call my homie. You exactly. know what I mean? You just kind of hope that you're, like you said, point opportunities for growth or points of contention can be, it's an indicator of growth. Like you're just yeah. moving the needle a little further, like each time. Mm-hmm. It's not going to always take you all the way to the other side on any individual occasion, but mm-hmm. it's just continuing to move the needle. And I think that's a good way to look at it so that you don't leave those situations like this is some bull and I'm not doing that. <laughs> so, I mean, for real, I think that's good. That's, I agree. That's, that's a good reminder even for me. All right, good people. So as you continue through your week this week, have the difficult conversation. Use wisdom. Use wisdom now. But have the difficult conversation because if you don't have it, it's going to be waiting for you. Yeah, don't stuff it like I used to It's be. going to be waiting for you. You might as well get it over with. Um, but I, my caveat is use wisdom. Because <laughs> sometimes things you need to give people time to learn and grow. So have the difficult conversations. Allow your relationships to grow. Um, and be patient with those who are trying to have a difficult conversation with you. And as always, as always, keep on growing in the process. I killed that. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That was great. Have a wonderful week, everybody. See you.